this week on More Than Just a Trophy Wife. Yes, we can take all of the action steps that we need to take as business owners, but ultimately, if we're taking that action upon a shaky foundation, the foundation being our mindset, it's going to become a lot harder to actually get to where we want to be. And I think this is where when women do struggle to achieve their goals, it's normally not anything to do with the action that they're taking. It's a lot of the time it's to do with that mindset. Hey, it's Isabella Levy, business mentor, speaker, and the host of More Than Just a Trophy Wife, a podcast where we talk all things reality, riches, and relationships. Let's get to it. Hello, everybody. It is so good to be back behind the mic. And today I am joined by Danny Watson, who is the founder of The Click, which is basically for women who are really desiring to build their coaching empires. If you've not seen her brand, you've got to go and check it out because honestly, the color scheme is just amazing. It really is. Danny is also a self-love and law of attraction coach. So she teaches women how to transform their self-worth and manifest the life that they desire. Danny, welcome on, welcome on. How are we doing? I am so good. And thank you for an amazing introduction. It is so amazing to be here. I'm just, yeah, really grateful to to be joining you today. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. We're grateful to have you here too. So we like to keep it pretty real on the podcast and therefore I'm going to dive right in because I want to make sure that we get to speak about some juice so the audience get the juice as well. So I know that you are really big about manifesting desires and helping women to do the same. And as entrepreneurs, we, of course, are big thinkers. We're visionaries. And that is awesome. But I have seen that being a visionary and being an entrepreneur, it can be really easy to like want to jump onto the next thing. And when goals and desires don't really get achieved, for them just to be like wavered off to the side um, and not be brought into fruition. So I really wanted to get your opinion, first of all, on why people don't achieve their goals or don't achieve the desires that they have. Okay, well, I, I kind of cut out a little bit there, but I think I pretty much got the majority of that question. I guess what you're asking me is for women and visionaries and entrepreneurs who have these big dreams and goals, what happens when there is either a delay in those goals or things don't work out as planned. So I think using sort of the law of attraction, and that's really, it's become a big part of my journey because it's really helped me, um, I guess, achieve a lot within my business through following the principles of the law of attraction. But it's also helped in those times of challenges and setbacks, because I really believe that we are meant to receive everything we're meant to receive at exactly the moment that we're meant to receive it. And that gap between our desires and actually achieving our goals, it's not something that is happening to us. It is something that is happening for us. So it's not a case of, oh, this hasn't happened for me or I've not reached that goal. It's not always a case of if, but it's just a case of when. And we have to trust that if there is a delay between setting our intentions and actually achieving that thing, there is some sort of reason for that. And that reason will always be serving our highest purpose. So Mm. let's take, for example, a challenge or a setback or things just don't seem to be unfolding the way that you would want to. 
there's going to be a lot of lessons in that. And there's also going to be a lot of opportunities for growth. And this is the thing, right? You know, it's not just about achieving our goals. It's also about who we become in the process, the women that we step into in the journey towards our goals. So yes, whilst we want all of our goals to be easy and things to to happen quick and instantaneously and like yesterday, our growth doesn't happen normally in the, the easy wins. Our growth and our biggest breakthroughs happen in our times of challenges. So I firmly believe the universe is actually supporting us when things don't unfold as we want or when we do experience that delay in, in, in getting to where we want to be, if that sort of makes sense. Yeah, I love that so much. And faith is a huge part of my journey and my business. Um, And, you know, there's times where things are happening and I'm setting goals and they're getting achieved. And then there's other times where they're not. But I really realize that God, the universe and spirit is making me into the person that I need to be in order to actually achieve the goal. So I love what you, I really do love what you said about everything is happening for us and we have to trust. And I think that can also be difficult as entrepreneurs, you know, everywhere online says, trust the process, go, you know, go with the flow. Um, And, you know, if we're leaning into that, of course, it can feel good. And once you get to that place and you surrender to it, you feel you feel the flow, you feel, you feel in the place where you are. However, what would you say to someone that is really currently trying to achieve a certain goal, but it's not coming into fruition? What would you share with them? Yeah, great question. Well, I would suggest paying attention to the signs that what you want is already on its way. So often we're sent these subtle nudges from the universe and we're so kind of in our lanes and focused on the doing, doing, doing and taking action that we're not allowing ourselves to be guided and supported by the universe because we're just completely closed off to the signs the universe is sending us. So you can actually sort of set your own kind of message and um, it might be a special symbol that's kind of relevant to you. It might be a certain number. It might be something that you kind of hear on the radio, like pay attention to all the subtle messages that you're receiving to reinforce your belief that what you want is on its way. So as an example of this, like last year, or was it the year before now, the year before, I'd had this car that I wanted to manifest for so long. And it felt like in the run up to me actually manifesting that I started to see the car everywhere, which was a little bit annoying if I'm (laughs) gonna be honest, because (laughs) the reason I wanted this car, because I was like, nobody else really has this car. It's not as kind of as popular one. And then all of a sudden I thought I was seeing it all the time, but actually it was a sign from the universe that what I wanted was on the way. So I'd say that would be the first thing. But I think the second thing is rather than when you come into the action steps for your business, thinking about what is this going to help me to achieve or how is this helping me towards my goal and being very sort of results driven, ask yourself, how is doing this helping me grow? Because not everything that you do in your business is going to lead to a massive win. A lot of the things that we do, it's these small daily consistent steps that, you know, doing those things over time, they're the things that lead to a big win. So we're not always going to see the big wins instantaneously, but we always have opportunities for growth in every single thing that we do. If we say to ourselves, how is this helping me to grow? And then when we're looking at it from, okay, well, this is achievement helped me achieve this kind of growth or this has taught me this certain thing, then we're kind of looking at 
from a place of progression. We're constantly progressing rather than feeling like we're stagnating and we've not yet achieved something because there's always that opportunity for growth. Yeah, I hear that completely. I've got to know what car this was. <laughs> oh, so it's a um, discovery sport. <laughs> yeah, I just had to know when you were saying it. I was like, picture, I was picturing you seeing it everywhere. And from what you were saying about, you know, I think that we can sometimes focus so much on the result, right? That we live in a world where we watched men be successful. We've adopt we've tried our absolute best to adopt those traits we realize they don't work the same way um, and feel good for women and I love how you said about you know focus on how is this helping you grow and what you can actually see and how it's going to support you in progressing as well from what from what I got from that is when you said it's really about these consistent steps that you're putting in mm-hmm. like I see it as like our mind is constantly changing, right? So it's honestly like a a car. It's always changing directions a crazy amount of time. And if you were in a car and you were changing directions to reach the destination, you know, your chances are going to be slim. So I really love to place like a huge emphasis on organizing my mind to actually manifest my desires, which in turn also comes with, you know, releasing and reprogramming as well. Can you share with us like your thoughts around the reprogramming and releasing aspect of this? Because I think it's something that we really overlook. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is become a huge part of my entrepreneurial journey as well because yes we can take all of the action steps that we need to take as business owners but ultimately if we're taking that action upon a shaky foundation the foundation being our mindset it's going to become a lot harder to actually get to where we want to be and I think this is where when women do struggle to achieve their goals it's normally not anything to do with the action that they're taking it's a lot of the time it's to do with that mindset piece and yeah let's go there let's go there Um, And the beliefs, particularly the subconscious beliefs. So a lot of people, when they do the belief work, they only really focus with what's going on at the conscious mind. So that sort of that monkey mind, the internal chitter chatters, those fears, doubts, which can lead to things like procrastination or changing your mind or, you know, comparison syndrome. And so conscious mind is one thing, but actually it's the subconscious mind that dictates 80 to 90% of your action steps. So if, for example, you're finding yourself in sort of negative patterns of behavior when you're taking action, so maybe it is procrastination, maybe it's constantly changing your mind and not being able to sort of stick to a path, maybe it's starting on a path and then thinking, oh, well, maybe actually this is going to work better. When you find yourself in that sort of self-sabotaging behavior, normally that is something going on at the subconscious mind where you will first of all need to actually dig into that subconscious to figure out what is really going on below the surface, pulling those subconscious beliefs to the surface and then doing the work to change them. And when I've done this work with myself or with my clients, It's really interesting, actually, what we pull out from the subconscious. Sometimes we don't realize what what is really going on and how often our subconscious mind, um, a lot of the time, is all to do with our worth, right? When nine times out of 10, from what I've seen, when we go into the subconscious, it tends to be that the negative patterns behavior are attached to a sense of worth and that sense of, can I do this? What if I fail? Um, You know, what if other people are doing this better than me? 
Um, so really kind of strengthening that self-worth from you know the subconscious mind and sort of peeling back the layers and really going deep on that you find that people then start to kind of create more positive patterns of behavior in their life as well um, and and it this sort of work it's it often takes people back into their childhood which is where most of our subconscious beliefs are formed so as children we are like sponges we absorb everything that is going on around us so you might not think that a somebody in the playground telling you, oh, you're you're stupid, or a teacher saying, oh, that's not good enough, or your parents saying something, you may not realize at the time that that has an impact. But for a childlike brain that just absorbs everything, that 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 phrase, that one experience can actually have a huge impact on somebody's life, because then that that experience forms a belief. And then that belief can be then reinforced by further experiences through that person's life, until that belief is a subconscious belief, but it also becomes a part of that person's identity. So when you see people kind of giving up on their dreams or, you know, changing course because of fear, because of doubt in themselves, that nine times out of 10, that can really be traced back to those early childhood subconscious beliefs. I love how much you highlighted this because I think as entrepreneurs, people can be so focused on the strategy and actually like rushing to achieve these income goals. And you know, my clients always say to me, how did you scale to a quarter of a million in the first year of your business? And for me, I really spent that whole year doing the internal work. I wasn't actually, um, I was focused, of course, on bringing in the clients and bringing in the money and living out my desires, but I was so committed to transforming my beliefs. I was so committed to transforming the identity that I'd been living by so I could develop this new self-worth and new self-belief in this new self, um, the, the way I saw myself as well. So I could speak up and I could stand up for really what I believed in as well. So I think that it's so important for us to speak about this more. And I know that, you know, people can say that mindset is something that we need to work on. And I don't, think to the core that people really do actually understand like once you nail that once you are working on that every single day and it just becomes a habit it's not really like a daily routine anymore it becomes a habit to work on your mindset it becomes just a normal habit to be conscious of the thought that you've actually you know that's just occurred in your mind and you grab the thought you grow it you transform it i think when you get to that place that is really when you're able to develop yourself to the next level because your mind and your emotions and basically you know other energies that are working around us too they all are then in sync and of course that's when we can start to really attract things into our reality yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, like mindset, like you were saying, like it becomes just, it's not like, oh, well, this is something I do for my business. This is just becomes a part of your life because when you do the work properly and, and sort of true mindset work, it's not just about, you know, saying a few positive affirmations here and then and, you know, meditating, you know, every now and again, like real mindset work is actually can be quite ugly you know people think of it mm -hmm. as mindset or as this really positive shiny amazing thing actually no when you start peeling back the layers actually it can be quite painful um especially mm -hmm. when you reveal parts of yourself that you've perhaps been refusing to acknowledge 
you know, memories that you've perhaps been burying. Um, and I think with the law of attraction, people, this is maybe where people get it wrong because they think, oh, well, law of attraction is just about thinking positively about myself and the world around me and I will attract positive things. But actually, if we've got, if we've got parts of, you know, memories or past experiences that we've not fully let go of, those things are going to come keeping back to haunt us. So it's about sometimes having to draw those things to the surface in order for us to be able to release um, those traumas. And I say trauma, it's not trauma in the sense, you know, it could be, you know, a really dramatic trauma. Trauma could literally be, you know, one kind of off the cuff phrase that somebody said to you as a child, or, you know, it could be, I, I don't know, some experience that you had with money. So trauma is going to look different for different people, but we all have these wounds that we need to heal for us to fully reach our, our, our potential. Now, before we move further into this episode, I wanted to share with you that the doors for my brand new program, the Trophy Life Academy, are now open. I know, exciting times. This is a six-month coaching and mentoring program for women with successful partners who are ready to prioritize themselves and their own entrepreneurial goals. The Trophy Life Academy is going to support you in successfully stepping into your power, scaling your business to 10K months, and taking your relationships to new heights. I mean, who doesn't want that? You're going to be receiving high-level coaching and mentoring from me, myself, and I, lifetime access to a membership suite, which is full of all things that you're going to need to get yourself to where you want to be. It is split into three departments, reality, riches, and relationships. As well as all of this good stuff, you're going to have access to a private community where you'll be able to ask your further questions and gain feedback from myself and the team in between your coaching calls. Now, inside of this community, you're also going to be able to connect with other incredible trophy lifers from around the world. So we got to make sure that inside this program, there are only women that are fully going for it. In order to learn more about the Trophy Life Academy and to see if it is for you, I invite you to book in a call with me at www.isabellalevy.com forward slash talk. From there, we're going to be able to get you booked in with a call and see if the program is a perfect fit for you. Yeah, absolutely. One of my wounds that I experienced was um, growing up, I came from a family that, you know, really had everything. And one day we just lost everything as well. And I then had the belief that, you know, whatever I'd brought in, like I had to really keep on tight to, um, Mm -hmm. because I was so scared that I wasn't going to be able to, you know, survive. Or what about someone took this from me? And of course, that was actually stopping a flow of, currency, energy, um, and therefore that can actually cause blocks in what you are bringing in on your business as well. So in the first year, the fact that I went through all of these um, different, as you said, traumas that I did face, it really allowed me to shift my perspective and shift my energy. And I want to dive deeper into this because on social media, there is this big hype around, you know, high vibe energy. And of course I'm all for that. I think it's awesome. I love it. But in order to get to that high vibrational place, of course, we do have to release these low vibrational emotions. Mm -hmm. So what do you personally think it actually takes to reach that high vibration place where you're actually manifesting your desires in? 
Oh, wow. Good question. So we've kind of touched a little bit on belief work. And so as I sort of said earlier, it's really allowing yourself to go into that subconscious place, go into the parts of your identity that you've perhaps been, you know, hiding from or not kind of acknowledging. Belief work is one part of it, but you've been talking a bit about energy. So energy, obviously, we, we attract whatever we are a vibrational match to. And for me, energy work falls into two parts. It's first of all, letting go of that negative energy. So um, if we're talking about manifesting money, it would be like abundance block. So negative memories around money. So you talked about yours, about having that family experience where you lost, had everything, then lost everything. My sort of um, wound around money was my, during my 20s, I basically spent money like a woman possessed on God knows what I even spent that money on. Like I was doing supermarket sweeps around Topshop and all sorts, basically as a way to avoid my emotions. So it was my kind of like addiction to, to numb my emotions. And when I started as an entrepreneur and started to really dig into the money mindset work, I realized that even though I was changing my beliefs around money, I still had a lot of negative money energy because I was, I had a lot of guilt and shame. So negative emotions around those experiences. So for me to fully move on financially, I had to do a lot of um, energy work to kind of clear out that negative energy. So one process that I really love for this, well, there's a few processes, but emotional freedom techniques, so tapping, um, and chakra balancing as well. So the kind of combination of those two sort of healing techniques I found really helped. But then good old-fashioned forgiveness as well. So just actually forgiving myself for what I had done, like rather than kind of blaming myself and kind of this real sort of negative talk, like, oh, God, you should have been better with your money. And, you know, if you hadn't spent so much, you would be in such this mess now. So rather than kind of having all of that, it was, forgiving myself and just I think forgiveness when you fully forgive whether it's yourself or somebody else like that can be such a cathartic process and through releasing that negative energy you're instantly going to raise your vibration um and so yeah so that's sort of the, the letting go of the negative but then there's things that we can do as well to sort of positively raise our vibration so there's things that you can do to kind of like act as if, if we're talking about you know manifesting money let's say or manifesting success aligning your actions with the version of you, the higher version of you who already has everything that she wants, right? So embodying the successful entrepreneur, embodying the woman who's made, you know, six figures, seven figures within her business. So it's that taking action piece. But when I say taking action, um, I, I say this now because some of my clients and I've said this, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I should go out and start buying myself, you know, a designer handbag. Like, <laughs> It's, it's got to be something that feels good to you because ultimately, yeah, you could go out and go crazy at Gucci or whatever, but if you're going to then be left with a lot of guilt and shame for that purchase, that's not going to raise your vibration. It's going to lower your frequency. So it's not just about taking the action steps, but it's also about connecting with how you would feel as the successful version of you. So whilst you're taking that action, making sure that you feel a certain way as well, because ultimately, you know, we manifest based upon how we feel, we've got to feel good. So yeah, it's making sure you're kind of paying attention to how you'll feel, not just acting as if, if that makes sense. 
Love it. You explain it in such a good way as well. And I want to touch on a few points and also ask you some questions because there's some things that I like have heard, but I actually don't really understand. And I'd love to Mm -hmm. understand that more today. The first thing that um, I touched on, which I wanted to share my thoughts on is you said that you could be working on, you know, positive mindsets, affirmations, et cetera, but then your energy may not be where your uh, mindset and affirmations in your mind is basically operating. And that's what causes conflict. And that's actually what stops people from manifesting the desires. Because, you know, on one hand, if you're saying that I'm going to get my next high-end client, I'm going to get my next high-end client, I'm going to get my next high-end client, but your emotions are not in alignment with that. And you've not actually done these energy releasing techniques, then there is going to be conflict between that. Um, And that's when things don't actually come into a reality. But Danny, you know, when you said about um, emotional freedom and the chakra work, like I um, I've just like, let's say, scratched the surface mm-hmm. of the, the chakras. I would love it so much if you could just go into those two things like a little bit more just so I can really understand what they are and also for my audience as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you want to think of your energy in like the purest form, so I like to think of it as our energy the purest form being surrounded by a bright white light okay so that's kind of how I envision it and if you then sort of imagine negative energy imagine that almost as spludges dark spludges that are across your energetic field and then from a manifesting point of view what these dark smudges do they basically repel your desires. They block your desires from actually coming into your physical world. And so energy work, so EFT or chakra balancing, seeks to really kind of cleanse your energy. So kind of cleanse those dark smudges to make your energy pure so that you can then become a magnet for for your desires. So EFT, emotional freedom technique, it's very similar actually to um, the, the principles of acupuncture. So acupuncture mm-hmm. is where you're kind of putting the needles in. Our body has these energy centers. Um, and so essentially what you're doing through acupuncture or EFT is you are releasing any blockages in your energy, energy field. So acupuncture that's done through needles. EFT, we actually do that through tapping. So as you're tapping, you're basically going to bring to the surface certain beliefs or fears or resistance that you've been experiencing. So again, it's about not just acting like everything's happy and shiny all the time. It's acknowledging where you're still experiencing resistance and actually vocalizing those things. So it might be, I am scared of getting visible. Who even cares about what I've got to say? You know, you'd be stating these statements out loud. And as you're doing that, you're going to be tapping on certain parts of your body. So the tapping with the statements basically is designed to clear that block. So you'll start with kind of the the negative statements, and then you'll gradually move into sort of more positive, empowering statements as you go through this tapping ritual. So that's emotional freedom technique. And then chakra um, work is is a similar sort of concept in that it's very much working on your body's energy centers. So we have sort of seven main chakra points that go through our body and each chakra point needs to be balanced in order for us, our life to kind of exist harmoniously. So what can happen is that we can experience these blockages in our chakras and that will show up as physical in a, in a physical way. So it could show up as physically as an illness, or it could be some sort of experience that we have in our physical world. So it might be, we're talking about, um, you know, money, it could be, um, you know, 
maybe it's uh, like struggling with money, maybe it's like struggling with your finances, and that can signal a, a blockage in, in one of your chakras, or maybe it's an emotional um, thing that you're dealing with, so stress or anxiety. Often these can be brought back to something, an imbalance in one of our chakras. And then there's certain things that you can do to then cleanse those chakras. So there's different meditations that you can use, different crystals. Um, each chakra is associated with a certain color. So um, it's like maybe wearing that color or a, using like a visualization process to visualize that color. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's going into that sort of work. The thing that I love about it is it can be, obviously it has a huge benefit, but the process itself is really sort of relaxing. It's allowing you to kind of practice self-care at the same time. So it's a really kind of nice sort of energy work. You know, it's not as... Um, perhaps as uncomfortable as perhaps something say like forgiveness where you're dragging a lot of like negative stuff to the surface and that can kind of open up sort of old wounds and stuff so yeah does that sort of make sense though oh my days what do you mean does it make sense yes I've got notes on <laughs> notes here I've got one big circle on my page with loads of like black triangles which all my desires are coming into and I'm just making sure that they that these are mudging out the way so I love this thank you so much because I'm familiar with I'm familiar with the words and I'm familiar with you know all the energy side of things but I just didn't understand like how this um all came together like with with the with this so like thank you that, that was so helpful for me and definitely my audience as well I love that I yeah, love that so the positive energy side of things when you said you know act as if and then you could say you know if someone goes and gets a Gucci bag that could also bring up some emotions of self-worth feeling guilty about etc what I also want to say in that and it's something that I really do um is of course you can change your state but I also love to actually write down things that would get me closer to my um to my goals and to my desires so let's just break it down you know a goal could be what your financial goal is and a desire could be what you are going to do once you've created that money right mm -hmm. now for me, if I want to achieve a certain goal and I know that maybe I need another team member on board with me, that is what Danny's referring to. If that is going to support us in actually getting us to where we desire, where we, where we uh, achieve our goal, and then we can go ahead and buy the desires and do whatever you desire to do. But acting as if in terms of like, okay, if you were a person that did have a 30K month, what support would you have around you? Is it time for you to actually bring that support on to actually help you in, in getting there? So I just wanted to share that as an example, because there are things that you can put into place in terms of reaching your goal. And then once you've done that, that's when you get to go celebrate. That's when you get to um, go for go for your desires and travel and buy the Gucci, buy the Louis, buy whatever you need to, to buy. Um, but it's really about acting as if from a CEO mindset as well. I would say, yeah. Danny, do you, do you agree with that? Absolutely. Because I think acting as if it's not acting irresponsibly. Okay. So let's yes. say you were that super successful, super abundant, um, you know, CEO, like, let's say, I don't know, you're, you're still, 
you've still respecting money, like you've not got to where you are by disrespecting money. And so, you know, if you are spending, and it's not to say that we, you know, we can't spend on ourselves and and spend freely, but it's also about acknowledging, okay, how is this going to really serve me right now? Is this serving my higher vision? Is there something else that I could be spending my money on right now that's going to support my future better? And with this, with the spending of this, would this ultimately be in line with how, how the CEO version of me would spend, you know, is this acting recklessly perhaps? So yeah, it's, it's about making sure that, as I said, you know, it's making sure the actions that you're taking, they're making you feel good as well. You know, you're taking responsibility, you feel good in the action step that you're taking. Yeah, and I think that would be a really good exercise for everyone actually to to go and do. Like if you actually write out what would the CEO version of and then put your name do and then write out like what she would get in place. How would she act? How would she spend her day? Like write that out. They're the things that you can start putting into place. Not, you know, overreaching, not underreaching, but really what that next step is um, towards your goal. Like what do you need to put in place and write them all out and then go ahead and pick one thing Um, and do it and make sure you like do it today and move it along because I know that if you're listening to this you probably listen to some other podcasts and you try and absorb all this different information and I love that but if you really want transformation you've got to go and implement you've really got to take the action on the things that you're learning and I know that you may be watching this you may be listening to this on a walk or at the gym you may not have a pen handy like put an alarm clock on your phone to do the exercise when you get back home um and we'll hold you accountable like make sure you screenshot it to us you can tag uh, myself and danny in it on instagram and then like that way we're going to be able to see and we're going to be able to support you in your goals as well danny thank you so much for being here with us today we so appreciate it where can my audience find more of your amazing stuff of course, no, honestly, it's been so amazing. So thank you again for having me. Um, the best place is probably over at, uh, on Instagram. So it's at WeAreTheClick with underscores or at Danny Watson Coaching again with underscores between each word. So um, yeah, that's probably the best place to come and say hello. Awesome. Thank you so much.